are powerful allies and change makers in the movement against gender-based violence. In this series, we have honest conversations about our encounters with such violence. Sharing stories of what we have seen, faced and learned as both survivors and observers. This podcast is for young people, young people for all people. This, this is, is I Am. am. Hello and welcome to the I Am Talk series. This is Mehek, your host for today. And I have with me our guest, Joshua Sequera. Hello, Joshua. Hi, Mehek. Can I request you to introduce yourself to our guests? Yes, sure. Guests. My name is Joshua. I'm from Mumbai. I'm an academic counselor and I work for an edutech. Okay, previously I worked in ICICI Bank for three and a half years as an investment manager and I also work with autistic and down syndrome children so right now I've been counseling children helping them with their career and their studies and helping parents as well and uh, yeah, helping them to you know understand what they want to do in their life that's wonderful and Joshua is a young person himself um, and we're very happy to host you for today's episode thank you so much thank you so much it's really good to be here so Joshua, let's get right into the matter. What's your story? So yeah, coming to my story, uh, I've gone through a lot in my childhood. Um, as a boy, I was as a young boy, I was very timid. You know, I was sh- short, uh, thin. Uh, I didn't have a good physique, and uh, I used to get bullied uh, by children of my age when I was young, and uh, also older kids and was always constantly trying to be accepted and trying to fit in different places. So stories when I was um, when I was in my seventh standard and uh, there were older men or guys who used to play cricket in our society and uh, I used to go and play there and I remember this one instance when it was holy and in the afternoon they were playing and I had gone there and uh, they had they were messing around and playing around and you know trying to have fun and uh, I think I just got caught up in the wrong moment when I had gone there uh, these men they overpowered me with their force they caught me uh, they they removed my clothes and uh, they applied colors in my private parts they put water on me and uh, a very horrific moment for me personally I cried a lot then and uh, this instance really like broke something in me I remember going and complaining to my parents and they were pretty angry uh, but I asked them not not to go and tell these guys anything because I wanted to be you want to keep my image of not being the one who complains or not being the one who gossips and you know tries to get his parents involved in his own matters and I wanted to be that strong boy being perceived as that but I remember crying and I was very hurt when that happened to me felt very helpless and defenseless and couldn't uh, couldn't stop them from you know doing what they did and uh, yeah that is one I remember in ninth standard in my school you know I was part of an all a school where there were only boys so you know there's a lot of play and fun you know involved and a lot of musty you know and uh, we used to really joke around and uh, have fun together uh, but I think sometimes were really difficult where uh, there was where I was bullied so I mean through my childhood I've this is one constant thing which I faced is getting bullied. And, but this one instance when I was in my ninth and 
I remember during between our periods there was a break, and during that break, uh, the guys were messing around with each other, and this one guy he came, he held me, and uh, he held me from behind, and he started touching me to his body, and started performing like a sexual act, like I would say, and that at that point that really broke me down. It, it, I was so numb, I couldn't move, I didn't know what to do. And like I said, I was weak physically, and though I was verbally really strong, I used to, you know, uh, back answer. And I think all that that instance really broke something inside of me. It got really difficult for me. And um, like when I turned back to his face, he was laughing at me, and the guys surrounding us who were laughing at me, and you know the way or what that guy was doing to me, you know, was basically just rubbing his body to me, and you know. And it felt so weird, and I was so numb. And at that time, these things were pretty foreign to me. I didn't have complete knowledge about a lot of things, uh, so that felt very weird to me. Um, I, my whole body freeze, and I just didn't know what to do at that point. And I was still, I was smiling back, but I actually wanted to cry and shout and weep, and but I couldn't do that at that point because of the guys. And my only reaction was to. To just laugh and go with it, go with their play, and not just accept what happened to me, and just play, like just be strong and act like I'm, like nothing's happened. I'm okay with it. I remember when I went to college. I think after ninth, tenth, you know, this time, it got really weird for me to be be normal with guys. You know, any physical touch, shake hand or hug, and anything of that sort got weird. And I remember in the train. Uh, when I was traveling to college, uh, this guy uh, in the train because it was so crowded. This one guy held me, and uh, he he started rubbing himself to me in this crowded train, and I didn't understand what was happening. And kind of, you know, history was like repeating itself, and it really got again. I, I went numb, and I couldn't push myself away. Uh, thankfully, the station had arrived where I wanted to get down, and I pushed myself out of there. And I ran to my college, and these are just small instances where fear took over me. Like I was so numb, and I was really broken. These these instances really shook me, and uh, it changed me as a person. You know, my reaction and my defense mechanism mechanism to this was to to fight back with my words, and I turned rude, I turned abusive, and I was really hurtful and mean to people, and I I, I didn't regret anything. You know. Because I was so numb myself, I couldn't react to any of these things. So yeah, I mean, uh, these are a few instances where I faced sexual and physical abuse in my life, and uh, yeah, it was really painful. Those times were really hard to get through, and I think 11th, 12th was a lonely phase in my life, uh, which I'll never forget, like a dark phase because I had no friends, couldn't make friends, I didn't know how to. So yeah, it's my story. I'm sorry that you had to go through not just one, two, but three instances of molestation and bullying. And thank you for sharing them so candidly. My question to you, Joshua, is how have these instances impacted your self-confidence when it comes to your friends, when it comes to your family? Um, I had shared these things with my friends, a few of them. But they laughed at me, and they were like, "It's normal." And uh, I didn't have a year, someone who could hear me and understand me for 
what I was going through and it was a difficult time for me to make friends because I think all all these friends who I had who used to call themselves my friend they were just mm-hmm. like there for namesake like and it was it was just give and take like you know I was part of this group which was the worst group I think in the school but I, was, I got part of that just to avoid bullying just to avoid being physically abused and all of that to you know come in the strong category to you know because i was not physically mm-hmm. buff like these guys and i had my mouth that's all i could use so the impact of all that i went through was like i shared me being rude me and uh, that kind of uh, and, and no one wants to be friends with such a guy you know who's mean and rude mm-hmm. always and very few who understood me but i think i didn't have a lot of friends who i could call my close friends who really cared about me and accepted me for who i was you know rather than laugh at me and joke about my height or my weight or the you know my appearance and things like that and it was really difficult i think um, yeah friends i hadn't really have any good friends like i said 11 12 i was lonely i used to just go to college just observe people and what they are doing why are they so happy why are they sad and just i think i mentally lost who i was i was always trying to fit in in a particular crowd in a particular group rather than mm. you know being who i was and uh, yeah that got to me with family also i shared a few instances with my family but you know i think at that point they couldn't do much like and also my my relationship then wasn't that great because you know mom was away from work and dad was working and they never understood me and what i wanted to do like they they put me into science 11 12 which i didn't want to do and i don't blame them because they weren't aware then and you know but the point is that you know i i was struggling on all areas so i think my life with in that particular moment with my friends or family was really difficult and i i, I used to i used to cry alone i think like many do you know it's not just a quote but i literally my crying place was my bathroom i mean when i used to pour water on my head i was just crying there and it, it, i mean it sounds funny it sounds very cliche and normal but one who's gone through that that pain of having no one but yourself and who and just being there for yourself the most difficult time i even one point tried committing suicide and uh, because i was so fed up with my life and with everyone around and the way i was so yeah really huge impact on my life it's been a journey for you and with the way you have shared it definitely shows how difficult these moments would have turned out to be in your conversation you mentioned more than once that you were not strong that you know you felt like your mouth your words were your weapon do you think in any way that the way the society looks at a man looks at a boy looks like looks at a son you know and the way they expect them to be has affected your emotional vulnerability or the way you open up to share you know your emotions or your feelings in any manner has that affected you yes i feel i feel this one thing has affected all boys i just don't want to you know uh, come across as a victim or you know someone who's just i myself have gone through it but i think every guy uh, who's brought up in the system and this culture that we're living in right now uh is trying to be someone they're not is trying to be strong is trying to 
portray themselves as someone who can you know go through any hardship any you can tell them you can abuse them you can say whatever to them and they won't take it to their heart you know just normalizing that you know uh, normalizing things which are not normal like you know abusing them saying stuff about uh, people's appearances judging them for their looks for the way they are for the way they talk and all of these things like it's it's you you brought up in such a culture where all that you're listening and hearing is that you know you can't cry because you're a guy mm-hmm. i mean why are you being so sensitive why are you being so emotional are you a girl and you know they the they categorize us in such ways like and it's i mean at at moments i catch myself doing that you know i don't want to be uh and and i and i try to change and work on it what i'm saying it's so ingrained in our system that you know it just just naturally comes to us and the only escape from this is accepting who you are and standing for what you believe in and what what you believe in what you want to do and i think that that i didn't have before because being a son you know i had to i to like i couldn't have i couldn't like i feel, i don't feel i could cry or share things that were hurting me i didn't have that space i felt created uh, even as as a as a guy being a guy friends with so many men and it's so difficult to be vulnerable to actually be who you are being because then you are judged on that and you are made fun of you are treated as someone who can't fit in or be part of this particular group you know and we we change ourselves so much just to fit in and just to be part of some you know some alpha group which actually means nothing i mean i i write to today at this point of coming in my life where i believe you attract your own energy like and the people who who you could connect to and talk to like you don't need 10000 good friends you don't need to be loved and accepted by everyone but the ones who really care about you and be yourself with everyone and 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 you will be accepted because you're being authentic and i think that that is one thing i i didn't have in my past so yeah that is i think every guy goes through that uh, that phase of you know being macho uh, being the man being you know being physically built and having a physical aura and appearance yeah so yeah you've put it very wisely accepting yourself for how however you are and being authentic about it on that note that you have been able to reflect on your journey so strongly how did you find support in these hard times when you were younger uh, did you manage to find support yeah so till 12th like i said i was alone uh just just going through the motions and just going just living life normally and trying to just trying to just survive but uh post my 12th i met this person in my church uh, who whose name is praveen and he helped me he guided me he mentored me and uh, he was someone who i could share my complete life with and not not feel judged or not feel you know that he's going to think that i'm trying to be someone else and but i could just be myself and share my heart with him and it was so easy he just heard me out and i think that's what i wanted I just needed that you know for someone to just hear me for what i wanted to share for who i was and he kind of believed in me he kind of he kind of instilled faith 
he empowered me uh, and he showed me a side of me which I never saw and and from there I think that was a turning point for me in my life where things slowly started shifting I won't say it completely changed and but there was there was a decision which I had to make of now overcoming this you know all of these things which I had gone through of being physically abused sexually abused and and to just just be open, just be myself. And uh, as I was moving forward, I think post that, you know, the change began. My journey began from there. And uh, I remember five years later when I started working. So that's how long this journey took off, you know, of uh, overcoming this whole phase of uh, being bullied and abused. And I had gone to Bangalore, this inner healing deliverance camp. And... Uh, there was this one session where on the last day where you get to share your complete life with a stranger who just hear you out, stand with you, or give you a hearing voice, you would pray for you. And, and the freedom that I received at that point, I, had, I remember crying for four to five hours nonstop. There were just tears rolling down my eyes because of all that hurt, that are accumulated and I had carried forward with the burden that I had carried forward in my life. And this felt like a huge burden being lifted off my shoulders, you know. And there was there was such a beautiful peace which reigned in my heart. I still remember that when I had walked out of that room after sharing my complete life and and forgiving each one who had hurt me, forgiving myself for the pain that I had went through, I had gone through and uh, stepping out of that room, the freedom that I had received, there was a smile which couldn't, which just didn't leave my face, and I was con, this constant grin, the smile on my face, and I was so happy, and I was, I I, I knew at that moment that I was free, that uh, none of these things would in the future, or of my past that would ever affect me, and I was completely free from it, and I was. There was this joy, a joy which was of abundance, you know. Uh, even if someone said something, no one could take it away. It was not that easy now. You know, before, you know, when people say some things, you easily get affected. But I remember going, overcoming all of that and now being free. No one could take this joy away from me. Even if someone shared that, you know, short or thin or whatever. I, I had at that point accepted who I was and I loved myself for who I was. And I still, I still do, and I'm, I'm so happy, and I'm, and so yeah, those were the support system which I received. Someone who could I, I could share my life with and be accountable to, who helped me, and guided me. But I, I knew that I had to, I had to be the one who take these steps, uh, to bring that change in my life, and which I did, and I'm really happy now and free. Glad to hear that you found a committed listener in that mentor of yours and that you went through this camp which shifted things for you completely what was it that shifted in you if i have to ask you especially about these instances that you share what is that thing that made you free completely oh uh, it it was it was being heard i put it, put it out simply as someone hearing me out for what i wanted to share uh, showing me a different side which I didn't see to myself 
a side of you know loving myself accepting myself and just being content in who i was and the third would be to live in that to live in that freedom of who i was so i think it's these little things are so powerful and can bring big changes you know and not just our lives but in the world as we are right now and for each and every person so i'm i'm really happy and blessed to be honest uh, that that i had someone to hear me out someone who who could input good things in my life you know in my life and third is that i had decided that i wanted to change and bring about a change in my life and accept and love myself for who i was and yeah the result is i am free so yeah now that you're looking back from here you've come a full circle you're free from your past now that i if i ask you to reflect back on giving a message to your perpetrators those who caused you physical and sexual harm and who thought it was play but it wasn't really for you what is your message to them i think my message to them is that i forgive you and that your play might be play for you but it might not be play for someone else and it might change someone else's life the best part about what i've gone through is that today that person who had in nine sand had done that to me uh, he is still a friend and he's a good friend of mine and I, i'm still on great talking terms with him mm-hmm. and uh, i have i have overcome that in such a huge manner that today i can face him and still love myself and love him for who he is and the best part is that these people they come to me to share their problems to talk to me because i am that listening here to them now and so i have come to a point where i have forgiven them and uh, i've I, i'm not saying, i'm i mean i have been rude to so many people i mean trust me i i i seek forgiveness too from all of these people you know whoever are watching i don't think anyone has the right to treat someone like their own play toy or use someone for their joy and their fun and i think my message would be that we are not uh, we are not here to be used by you but we are here to be there you know and live our lives freely and happily and to just to just be encouraging and because you don't know what a person is going through so be supportive be caring be understanding you know uh, i think these these men or these boys young boys who do these things they they personally go through these things uh, which is why it's so normal for them and i think our society has normalized this so much that i feel that's the main problem that it's not normal you know we are living in the new normal uh, and so let's create a new normal in this phase in this in this area as well of not not going through physical and sexual abuse just because you're a guy and a guy is doing it and it's okay that's not normal uh, my message would be to understand and be be caring and hear people out for what they're going through what is your message to the other young people young boys and young girls that are out there i think to all the young boys and girls out there i would say that you have a voice and this voice should be used uh, to not hurt someone 
or get back and take revenge, but to stand up for yourself, for who you are and what you believe in. And rather than being revengeful and hurtful and, and trying to hurt the person who's done things to you, forgive them, uh, accept, you know, who you are and, and also know that those people, the things that they've done to you, the things that people have said to you is not true, that uh, you are not what they say, you are not, you're not defined by what they do to you or what they say to you, but you're defined by your own actions and how you stand. So I would say stand up for yourself, you know. Today there are so many places where your voice would be heard and you would find support. Trust me, I would love to be there. You know, I, I work with kids, you know, I'm with parents and I try to bring this balance and understanding between both parents and children and uh, help them and support them. That's all they need. I think uh, you, if you need support, you know, you know, there are a lot of places to go to. Uh, don't, don't choose the wrong way. Don't, don't give your life up or don't, don't go into a dark space, but I would say uh, live freely, accept yourself, accept who you are, and you will be free. Trust me, there'll be a point. It took it took me five to six years to come to a point of you know uh, accepting what happened to me and and moving on from it, and going above and beyond it, and you will reach that point. Uh, just strive and keep pushing forward. Yeah, this is what my message would be to all the young guys and girls out there. Thank you for that. And lastly, what is your message to the older generation out there? The, the older generation, the adults, uh, the so-called adults, mm-hmm. the people who call them adults. I would like to say, <laughs> uh, just just go back to your past and see how would you, how you would love to be treated or how how you would be loved to spoken. You know, to like like I know everyone, each one of us wants to be loved, wants to be. Sp- spoken with love and understanding and care and if that is what you adults wanted in your past in your childhood then today you have a chance maybe to not get and receive that but to give those give that same hope and love and care to children your own children and children all around and to not hurt them i mean not fight against them if they are going through this physical and sexual abuse but be there for them support them stand by them hear them out you know it's not easy uh, but we need support and i think children need the more than children you know needing strangers to help you need your family support and i would say to the adults out there uh, become a child okay don't act like one but become a child and and try to understand these children the way you would want to be understood in your childhood so this would be my message to the adults that if you want to see freedom in your life and your children's life and whoever whoever you'll meet and come in touch with, uh, just be a child and and just be there for these people. Yeah. Powerfully said. And on that note, um, Joshua, let me reiterate that your all your messages to all the people that I've asked you to say, you have mentioned being caring and being supportive and creating a space for open, authentic sharing, allowing each other to be themselves, be a child if you need to, to hear your child. And that is very powerful. It was a wonderful space that you created here because you were so authentic and candid about your experiences. And I only hope that our listeners take something back into their own lives. 
it was a pleasure hosting you joshua thank you so much for coming thank you so much mac and the whole i am team for having me and uh, i would say you're doing a wonderful job uh, keep keep getting these stories out and being an inspiration for all the young people out there i think all your initiative is really amazing and i'm so happy and proud to be part of this so thank you mac and the team for having me thank you thank you for listening in today if you or someone you know is facing such violence and needs help please check in the episode description for resources this podcast is part of plate talk change a virtual conference around serious gaming research and gender based violence follow us on social media and check us on our website for other updates if you would like to come on the podcast and share your story please email us at playtalkchange.ni3@gmail.com don't forget to subscribe and register for the conference